You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back again after a little bit of a delay to the start of the podcast. Obviously, I made sure everyone got here nice and early. We had some things to do. Then Papa rocked up late. That's how it goes in this game. Bit of a diva. Um, but we're here. We're ready to rock. Uh, and obviously joined, as always, by my good friend. Had a haircut. Mm. Trying to cut the greys away. Edward Simpson, how are you? Yeah, look, I did, mate. You know that at a certain point in my hair growth... Uh, routine mm. that it gets a little bit still woolly for mine. Yeah. You know, wash the dishes sort of stuff. Yes. So I took myself up to the barber and got the once over. I noticed looking at the videos from last week's podcast that your hair looked a little like Kramerish. So it's. It gets so still woolly. It really does. Can I touch it here? It's just even at the front, it's yeah. feeling particularly. You are as grey as mm. grey gets. Yep. Yep. I mean, am I am I at that point where I'm more grey than brown? Not yet. No, but, but in, in certain lights, dude. I mean, look, I don't know the numbers, Tom. No. I don't know where we are as a percentage. No, that's all but right. But it, it couldn't be far off 50-50. It couldn't be far off 50-50. Uh, look, apologies for bringing that up straight away. No, it's a, a sore point for you. You've got to be comfortable in your own skin, Tom. That's true. It's Dave. Fucking Mike will be the death of me. Yeah, Sorry, that'll be. Punters and dribblers. How are you, Dave? I'm good. I'm good been ready to go for an hour but i'm good <laughs> you look tired now <laughs> it's we i'm a bit tired out of your young butt well <laughs> it was it was a big weekend and you know just i was up for today for 4 30 and i was kind of going to be done by 5 30 yeah now here we are starting just starting at 5 30 and look that is all my fault yeah look 8 30 9 30 who knows yeah now. who knows when we're gonna finish yeah i'll bring my pillow next week <laughs> mate roll out a sweat yeah you might have to i'm already sweaty the room's already hot usually we get in there and the room's not as hot and we can sort of oh go no for it's it. it's reached uh singapore smokehouse yeah, yeah. has it's, it's ready to go oh. god knows where this will be at the end yeah um, dribblers, if one of us passes out you know why yeah send help eddie Man. you the, have the only real sort of story from the, the week that was in our, you know, pre-sports preamble. I've got a story. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a tale. Almost a crisis. Crisis isn't too far away from the reality, yeah. I mean, it depends where what sort of cat you are, you know what I mean? If you're prone to high anxiety and... Uh, you get emotional quickly and... I wouldn't, I wouldn't characterise you as a... But emotionally charged but, but other people in the in the situation were right you mean Allah, Ella. Ella Allah Ella so from her perspective perhaps crisis not 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 the not wrong term off. okay so what happened anyway so I was at work get a call Tonga's eating a chicken skewer now Tonka like all dogs loves food but Tonka has a real knack for him right like he's a big treats guy well, he's a big dog though right so yeah. like he's, he's becoming a he's big becoming dog. one so he's looking for he's looking for food wherever he can find it right yeah. and in the last sort of 10 days he's starting to realize and this is my guess that there is tasty treats outside of the regulation day-to-day kibble with which he's fed, right? <laughs> yeah. He's starting he's, to, like, his palate's maturing. He's, his palate's maturing, and he's starting to get a taste for things. I mean, this bloke the other day, Dan, we went for a walk, and this kind old man gave him some very nice treats, which which Tonka liked, yeah. right? So he gave him one, but Tonka was like, bruh. And he sat there and refused to move until he'd cleaned this old bloke out. So he's getting, <laughs> yeah. he's getting a feeling for things, yeah? yeah? Anyway, so... Ella and Steph were down at uh, Balmoral having lunch and they were sitting. They weren't at a table. They were at a bench, right? Mistake number one. 
Anyway, as soon as they've opened the box of chicken skewers from the Greek uh, like cafe restaurant thing down there, bang, he's got one. Now, they were sort of like, we don't know if he chewed it or if he just inhaled this thing whole, right? I wasn't there, so you don't know. Yeah. But then I was also like, were you girls gossing and you didn't see? They Were they trying to make it sound like he just pinched it? it was A lot of misinformation. Like, yeah. Now, you got to take them at their word, I think. Well, you have to. Yeah. And that he... Publicly, anyway. Publicly. Publicly. <laughs> Privately, Tom, it's, Privately. A, it's a different matter. Off mic, it's a different conversation. Off mic, it's different. But publicly, <laughs> yes, I will go down the track of he inhaled it whole. Yeah. Now, it wasn't a huge uh, barbecue, I'm feeding the family tonight, chicken skewer, okay. one you could bloody put a pig on. Yeah, it right. was. It was a smaller one, yeah. not tiny, but not big. Yeah. Now, obviously, she calls the vet, vet. Look, is Tonka in any discomfort? No, no, it's got down into the stomach, right? right? Okay. But then there's a new there's a new issue. He's not choking on it, but it's in the stomach, it's in, it's right? Like, what do we do? So the vets are like, you got to go, ta- you got to take him to the fucking vet hospital, right? At Artama, so you go to the vet hospital at Artama, and that's just like, mate, they couldn't have painted a worse picture for what's going to happen in this okay. fucking dog, right? <laughs> They're like, mate, oh skewer. Well, look, I'll, I'll draw you a diagram of what's happened. So I've walked. He's, you know, he's explaining this to Ella and Steph, and I'm on my way. When I get there, they're all in tears. Everyone's in tears. There's tears everywhere. Fucking Tonga's about to die. Yeah. <laughs> We've only just got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad parents. Bad parents. Uh, and he's, you know, this bloke's drawing me diagrams because I'm going, mate, it's fair dinkum. Well, look, I'm, I'm getting a bit all over the place. But he's basically said, listen, we've got to get this thing out. We know there's a skewer in there. And if we don't, it could do untold damage. What? Damage like it'll perforate the intestine because the intestine yeah, is yeah, right, windy. Yeah. Uh, if, it, if it perforates the intestine, then, you know, acid and shit will leak out and you'll fucking die. And then you cost 40 grand fixing him and then he'll die and all this shit. Yeah, right. right. And I'm like, okay, well, what are you suggesting, mate? And he's like, uh, endoscope or endoscopy or something en- like endoscopy. that. Endoscopy. Endoscopy, thank you. Get, I, get, I, no, I struggle with the medical that's term. That's all right. Endoscopy. I'm like, okay, endoscopy. What's that look like? Camera down, the, anesthetized, out, camera down the throat, and then they bring up what they can see. And yeah. I'm like, okay. And what happens if that doesn't work? He goes, well, if that doesn't work, it's surgery. Surge. I go, oh, my God. Are you fucking taking the piss? And the number behind the endoscopy was expensive, right? What? Two grand. Oh, yeah. And, and that may not even fix the problem. And he go, and then I'm like, okay, bruh. Well what happens if that doesn't work? He's like, well then surgery, six to eight. And then I'm like, oh. well it's not gonna be it's not gonna be eight. It's gonna be like, you Ten. know, and the rest, GST, there's yeah, another yeah, thousand, yeah, yeah, plus yeah. the two you've already spent on the fucking Gotta get him a chew toy on the way out. All this crap. Yeah. Antibiotics. Gotta come back for healing yeah, massages yeah, yeah. and, and consults and all yeah. this crap. I'm just seeing the numbers adding up in my head. I'm like, mate. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to call around for help here. So we're calling pay everyone we know, like yeah, other other vets, other like um, similar sort of, you know, emergency room things. And yeah, they're all yeah. saying the same thing. Endoscope, 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 endoscope. And that, well, another place was four grand. We called a country vet, bush vet. Bush vets. Just getting a feel for Bush things. vets are proud people. They, you know, they're probably, you, they, a bush vet will save a fucking full grown just, brew, you just know? Get the, just getting the lay of the land. Yeah. Got the bush vet on. And these, and even he's saying, look, that's really expensive, but that's sort of what you're looking at here. Yeah. Endoscope vibes. But I'm like, bruh, dogs eat sticks all the time. Yeah, but if they don't break the stick and it's got sharp ends, then you're looking at a perforated oh, fucking. Well, and then the, and then the other thing apparently is that the uh, the bamboo stick by which food is placed on heavily treated for human consumption, so no, won't break down in the stomach acid. Tom, why wouldn't they make it break down? 
because it's got to be you can't be like if you're eating off it it needs to be like sturdy sturdy yeah and but true. i wonder whether it's like if you accidentally it's health reasons to break down health reasons yeah okay so Don't this in- bamboo thing wasn't going anywhere and apparently but then I'm also like, has he chewed it? Has he not? And I'm sort of thinking, dogs eat shit all the time. Oh, that was where I was sort of thinking. Yeah. I was, I was leaning. Did they not X-ray him? He was like, it? but he was like, if he's eaten, you probably won't see it, and it's and it's, it will be four hundred bucks tacked onto the endoscope that you probably get anyway. That's what he was saying. So then it was a big decision. What where was this uh, vet based? Uh, Tarman. Okay, sorry you said that. Carry we on. did get onto a bloke. A, a, re- a, a more of a renegade, I suppose you'd call yeah, him, yeah, down yeah. at Campbelltown. Bit of a, uh, uh, who's the who's the renegade brain surgeon we want to have on? Uh, uh, Charlie, Charlie Teo. We actually called Nikki Teo, his daughter, and she was giving advice. And, you know, people... You called the daughter of a brain surgeon because for she, pooch advice? She's big pooch. Big, she's oh, like, is she big She's pooch? worked with that, who's that Cesar guy? Peach, the pooch whisperer? Julio Caesar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. She's, she's got she's, runs on the board. Oh, okay. She's got pooch oh, okay. runs on the she's board. Got yeah. pooch, she's got pooch credentials. Anyway, this Brenner guy bloke shoots from the hip down in uh, Campbelltown. Caesar, Caesar, like, Caesar, Caesar Milan. Caesar Milan. Caesar Milan. Not Julio Caesar. I think that's a different bloke. Oh, Julius Caesar. Yeah. You mean the Roman Emperor? Uh, or the Brazil soccer goalkeeper, Julio. Uh, not him. Julio, not the him. other one. Caesar, Caesar Milan. Milan. Caesar the bloke Milan. who had the show. Yeah, yeah. The dog whisperer. Yeah, he's got his lips done and shit. So she worked with him. Yeah, well, she's worked with him, yeah. Okay, right. Like crash course and stuff. Is that sort of like when Tony Robbins comes out to Australia and speaks to a bunch of people? They're like, oh, yeah, I've worked with Tony No, Robbins. she went over to him, I think, as opposed to seeing him in a seminar. Him. Okay, right. Anyway, it was just another, you know, more information, yeah. more information. Yeah, of course. Now, we called a renegade Blake Denner Campbellton. He said, I'll do a gastronomy or something. I'm using all these terms. I don't know what they mean. Like pump the stomach, essentially. Yeah. He was like, he's quoting 1,200. Anyway, as it was... We had to make a decision. Now, I wasn't too sure. Is Tonga's still all right at this point? Tonga's fine. Tonga couldn't be more right as rain, <laughs> which was the annoying part. And I'm like, let's just send him home, feed him full of bread, and see what happens. Because that's what people are saying, a bit of bread in the stomach, line it on the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and he's like, mate, mate, I wouldn't do that. We're running out of time here. We're running out. It's like it's I'm defusing a nuclear bomb. Is you know, Ella right? getting angry at you for not just no, like, Ella got, a call? Well, Ella got angry at him because he she was like, bruh, People, dogs must eat crazy stuff all the time. And you might not see that necessarily. Like the amount of shit Tonka's pulling out of the woods and the sidewalk and like he's got shit in his mouth 24-7. So I'm thinking big pitch, a lot of dogs in the country. Surely there's dogs out here eating sticks, bamboo sticks, and no one knows about it and they're fine. Yeah. But he's like, mate, worst case, you know, we see it all the time. Dogs perforated. Now, this is why we started to get... I got frustrated, right? And I'm frustrated with the system now. And it's right. left a bad taste in my mouth. Okay. Is that no one will give you facts and figures. They'll just go, this is worst case. Maybe because dogs can't talk. I don't know. But if it's a human, I think you'd get more... This is what... You know, these are your options. This is what's the likelihood. This is what's unlikely. You know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. stats around it. Okay. Whereas they just made out, like, if you don't get this endoscope, that the, he's done. You know what I mean? Right. He's going to bleed out, basically. What sort of facts and figures would you have liked that would have made it easier for you? Because I'm trying to work out what, like, is in life how often, survival. How often, how often do you see dogs come in here that have swallowed whole skewers that are going to do the damage that you're preparing for? That's you know such what I mean? a niche stat. Bro. But if you, no, but I'm but just like, how often do you see dogs come in that have swallowed things? Right. right? Yeah. Which is all the time. I would imagine so. And how often is it like, you know, how often... Life-threatening. Yeah, like you've prevented it, but how often would it have been life-threatening if not for the preventative measure? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some guidance around it a little bit You more. felt like this guy was just trying to fleece you? Yeah, I did. Two grand. 
And anyway, did he, did so, we, so we said yes, because Ella was a mess, very upset. And then I'm like... I, I just want to know with you and Ella, was there a point where you two started having to go at each other? Because that's like, when he breaks both of you, when he breaks like the, no, the team, the United front, then it's like, oh, no, we've got to get this fucking thing now. Not necessarily. We were never offside, except for the fact that I was like, if this doesn't work, that's it, right? And she's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, we're not getting surgery. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, we'll risk it. We'll risk it. It'll be fine. And she's like, nah, I'll be paying for it. You don't have to pay. And I'm like, mate, you've lost it. Fucking 10 grand. <laughs> Love Tonka. Big fan of him. But I'm thinking that's 10 Tonkas. <laughs> oh, if this but this is what going through yeah, your head. No, you know I get what I mean? you, dude. I'm I mean, like, fuck. I think it's my role, you know, as the man to think dollars, think cents, yeah, think logic. Yeah, and yeah. she's emotional. She's, you know, anyway, as it was. Tonka has a price on his head. Well, it's not Tonga's <laughs> fault, even though it is. They're, you know, they shouldn't have fed him the bloody chicken skewer, yeah. first and foremost. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. Fuck, that's funny. I was like, look, he ate. <laughs> He ate uh, four hours ago. Supposedly, the, the kibble he'd had at lunch should have been out of his system. So I'm thinking to myself, if there's anything in there, it's it's a skewer wrapped in chicken and it should be findable. Yeah, almost good to go. You can probably eat it. Well, I'll get to that. So I thought for, for two grand, I think we should be all right here. And then it was just, you know, oh, we'll rush him in now and we'll knock him out and we'll chill him out. And then we'll, operation starts at 4.30. So it gets to like six and I'm calling and they're like, oh, they're still in there. They're still in there. And I'm like, still in there? What is going on? Like, you know, and then she's like, oh, the sur they're in surgery. And I go, surgery? I didn't agree to surgery. And now I'm thinking that they've rushed <laughs> him in for like an emergency. Anyway, oh, shit. As it were, they're like, oh, mate, we didn't start till 5.30. So it was a very stressful period. Anyway, he calls me, mate, not to worry. We think we found the stick. It's chewed to smithereens. It's in a million pieces. I'm like, of course it is. So he would have been fine. Yeah, he would have been fine. But you're comfortable to, you know, send him home. Yeah, we're comfortable to send him home. Anyway. Get in there. Tonga's full of life, full of vigor. So that relieved Ella's fears going in. She thought he'd come out a different dog. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that he'd be irrevocably yeah, some, like, damaged. damaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was fine. Well. Anyway, they gave us a bag of what was in there. It was a chewed up little stick and then half a lemon wedge. <laughs> like he's been so toey for this chicken feed. He's got the he's got the skewer and a lemon. In the one go. In the one go. Like you could have juiced oysters with this lemon oh, really? mate. it was good to go <laughs> so punters and dribblers keep your pooches away from skewers because yeah. it'll cost you an arm and a it'll leg and i imagine though once they get bigger maybe because he was a pup that you know that might have been a problem in terms of the skewer because i remember seeing something and this is a dior in terms of i don't know if this was something that happened in my life or i saw it in the news but like a dog, like a Doberman Rottweiler type, had a skewer that was coming out of its ass because it had eaten it. And then the body rejects shit like that and pushes it out. And the skewer was just like getting pushed out of its hip or something. Yeah, yeah. So that can happen yeah. for sure. But luckily Tonga was all right. Tonga's but, all good. But, you know, like Tim Ella's old man was like, mate, I get, I've, got, I've had endoscopes done on horses for 400 bucks. This place up in 2000, like they just, they jacked. They saw you coming. They saw puppy. us coming a mile away. First. Ella in tears, 12-week-old puppy, first puppy. Let's fucking juice these yeah. pricks. Let's get them. You got absolutely fleeced. Got fleeced within an inch of my life. Uh, so that's so, your first real scare yeah, as a new yeah. parent. Though, puppy insurance is... en route. Didn't have it. 
nah. Was told several times, get puppy insurance. Get and puppy you didn't insurance. have it. Oh, won't need it yet. He's young. Won't need it yet. He's young. That's a tough one, Eddie. Well, uh, but he's all right. Tonga, he's, right. he's full alive. Tonga's good to go. He was humping a staffy this afternoon by oh, all reports. Good. All right, bit of rugby league. Uh, so David Fafita has jumped off the metaphorical sinking ship that is the Titanic of the once great ship, the Titanic of the NRL that is uh, the Brisbane Broncos. Mm. Uh, now, obviously, we've been hanging ungodly amounts of shit along with the rest of the NRL world on the Brisbane Broncos uh, because of how scat they are. Mm. This is an ungodly hammer blow to Brisbane Broncos fans after the season they've had, their best player... Like the and one of the best players the last you know twenty years everyone's saying. Well, they say potentially the great the best twenty year old ever. Yeah, has gone not just left the club. It's not like he's gone and signed with Manly, Souths, Melbourne. He signed with the shittest club in the competition. Now I don't say that to attack any Titans fans. No, you're that talking just, historically. Historically, the shittest club in the competition. Uh, now obviously they couldn't afford to keep up with the Titans who offered him $12 million a year and, you know, the, the role of Lord Mayor of Gold Coast. But Which he's taking he's, to. He's taken. Like a, like a duck to water. Well, I think I'm that, was, that sealed the deal, I think. But, look, Tom, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very diabolical situation they're facing up there. Obviously, they've got the Bush footy coach who can't coach. Mm. They've got a roster that's, you know, quite frankly, appalling. Yeah. They've got no senior leaders up there. We've been through it week after week. Mm. So we're not going to touch on that again. But what I found the most shocking about all this is the role that ex-Broncos players are playing or have played in removing him from the setup and taking him down the highway. Yeah. Namely, Gordon Tallis, yeah. who went as far as saying, mate, what do you want me to do? And he's like, will you be coaching? And he said, if you want me to coach, if you want me to be on the coaching like in, as a coach, an assistant coach, I'll do that for you. Mm. Whatever you need mm. for me to make your future a bright one. Mm. Like that is extraordinary. That would hurt even more. Think about if Steve Menzies oversaw Jake or Tom Trebojevic going to another club. It's exactly like, what it is. I would fucking lose it. Well, you know when Jake just signed recently, mm. it that's what it was like, million dollar deal, mm. huge money. Take the brother out of it. Just look at Jake exclusively. Yeah. It's exactly what it's like. It's like Beaver Menzies, a proud stalwart of the club. One of the f famous sons. One of the famous sons. Probably he's top five famous sons. Top three even. Beaver. Yeah. 100%. Right? One of the famous sons actively going, nah, bro, mm. I'm going to take you to Parramatta. And this, and that's or not a, at the, it's like the North Sydney Bears if they were still around and that's that not, close. But that's not a shot at Gordy either. It's no, no, no. It's a shot at the Broncos club, right? Yeah, yeah. Gordy's. It's like, from my understanding, Gordy's just like no, he's all like, the former players have been left in the dark or like you know sort of left out of being able to come back and help the club. And I think Gordy actually works for the Titans on some. No, sort yeah, of, he does. Yeah, he does. He's got some role there, but he's he's run out of puff with the club. Is what it is. Yeah, he's like, mate, it's a, it's an absolute shit show. I can't tell you how weird it is that. Over in within like 24 hours of the Titans signing for feeder, I then watched them play and I was like, kind of like these guys, kind of want them to do well now. And do you know what I mean? Like, there was just a weird feeling of like, I'm kind of into the Titans a little bit now, 
Yeah, well, that's bait, but that's what it is. Mm. People are like, you're paying overs. You're paying overs. Like, how are you paying overs? How are they, how in, in what world are they paying overs? They don't have anyone, anyone and you've got arguably the greatest 20-year-old of all time. Yeah. You buy and pay whatever you have mm. at your disposal. And they've got a lot of money at their disposal because they can't spend it. They've got a million dollars in Ash Taylor because they're like, Fuck it, we've just got too much coin. You know what I mean? You want an extra couple hundred grand? What do you want? Well, they spend they spend big on everything. The, the amount of money they, they spend, but is they fun. have to because yeah. no one will go up there. But now they're starting overs, to get. Yeah. But now they're starting to get a system together. We're like, okay, he can attract talent. David mm. Feeder, one hundred percent. Build a club around him, for sure. I didn't think it was possible, and then you well, obviously it was kind of like I tell you what it is when it's you know you're playing Monopoly and. It's basically like you and me are trying... Dave's got Mayfair and you and me both need it, right? You don't want me to have it because if I have it, I've got Mayfair and Park Lane and I don't want you to have it because obviously I want it, right? Yes. So I can build hotels. And you're yes. like, if he builds hotels, we're fucked. So I'm going to throw everything I have at it and it's just his bidding war. Mm. And me as the Gold Coast was like, I'll just keep going, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Keep throwing money at him. I'm just going to go higher. I'm not going to let you win this because I'm just going to throw stupid money at it. And they raised it again. They gave him more money after the is last it three and, time. and a half over three years. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is whatever that is. One point one seven five or something. I'm not the I'm not the numbers guys as proved last week. Probably that's a we've got one point one one point six nine, something like that. I would have said one point two something. Just if me throwing my sort of one point one six. Wait for Dave here. There were too many numbers thrown around. Now I'm confused. It's three point five over three, three years. Yeah, one point one six. There you go. I said 1.2. That was pretty close for me. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad for you. That's not now, bad for you. Now, did I read that somewhere and just sort of regurgitate it? Yeah. Maybe. Sure. sure. Didn't do fast sums. Sure. That's fine. But I think for the Titans, terrific signing. I'll be watching them Dude, now. I'll huge, be watching them now. Huge. And for the Brisbane Broncos, it's like, why were you why were you looking to sign for feet to last? Mm, right? Like, who'd they get? Joe Offen Offengowie. Offengowie. Pango Jr. Payne Haas. Payne Haas. Offengowie. Pango Jr. Lodge, Croft, when you had Dearden. Now, I don't know if they've been informed, but generally speaking, it's a general rule of thumb, Tom. Mm. You look to sign your best first. Throbbers first, beaters last. That's what I thought. Yeah. Now, if you look to Manly, which we always do, beaters, uh, beaters last, Alphas first. Yes. Jake and Tom, let's lock them up. Let's and then we, them up. And then we look around. Then we look around and... Oh, know. then Marty Tapao, thanks for coming. Not, and, for and not calling them beaters, but just saying... Well, they're not as alpha. They're not, they're not, they're not Tom and Jake. Well, they're not. And that's fine, that's but they know cool. that. No, that's fine. They know that. They know that. You don't have to get your knickers in a knot. No. Everyone knows that. Now, there's got to be questions answered. Mm. And... I think that we just we moved past Seabold for a week. I mean, maybe we give him a week off. Fuck Seabold. I mean, they lost. Give him a week they, off. I tell you what. Do you reckon? Do you reckon that game against the Storm, at least in the first half, was the closest they came to? Like, obviously, yeah, Manly almost lost them, but not really. But like, the Storm looked like a bunch of pussies, mate. It's been said by a couple of people, probably their best game all season. Yeah, and there was forty six points put on them. Yeah, which is diabolical. That first eight minutes, they looked pretty good. Yeah, they did. Very impressive first eight minutes against the Storm. Yeah, yeah, very impressive first eight minutes. But the fact that they played their best footy all year, played a very good first half, and got 46 put on them is... It's tough to swallow. And then and Seabold gone really, really pleased with the first half. Oh, of course you were pleased with the first half. Yeah. Well, but you, but you, over the course of 80 minutes, you got fucking 48 points put on you. What's the, what's the, what's the highest average conceding points in a season? 
Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. What's, what's a, what would the highest be? Because that have to be in the that have to be in the running, wouldn't they? Except for some of those old Western Magpies sides. You'd have to think so. I mean, it's oh, you'd have to go back to the Annan Dale Dales, wouldn't the you? The Dales, talk? maybe the Dales. The Dales were no good at the end. Nineteen twelve. No, they limped, they they limped the out of the competition. Yeah, <laughs> Early part of the century, they yeah. limped out. Yeah, but um, but this, what I'm saying is the board, Tom. Now the board, the CEO, go, right? They've got to go. Yeah. Now that Dave's gone, got to go. And apparently, but doesn't this happen quickly? Doesn't this happen quickly? Feels like only yesterday that they they choked and blew the grand final against the Cowboys. Imagine if it had gone differently and they'd won that grand final. Morgan didn't get that nut from heaven away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ben Hunt doesn't drop the the, the kickoff. Maybe they go and they win that maybe game. Maybe Ben's still there. You know what I mean? Maybe mm. they win that game and it's and and maybe maybe Wayne's still running around. You know what I yeah. mean? Maybe they win another one. But no. Now we're looking at one of the worst NRL sides ever assembled yeah. in the NRL era, era anyway. Based on performances, at least. Based on performances. They've lost a prodigal son to little brother next door. And they're all at sea. And now Darius Boyd's playing fullback this weekend, apparently. Darbs is back, baby. So, I mean, no wonder the rights, de- the, the TV ratings are down. Well, could I keep putting the Broncos on fucking Friday night? Thursday night? They should be the Saturday 3 p.m. game. They will be next year, bro. They've got to be. But will they be? No, they won't because Brisbane's such a big market. Yeah. But everyone going, oh, the ratings are down, the ratings are down. Yeah, well, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because it's fucking Brisbane. Um, but look, we that was us giving Brisbane a, a week off there, so we weren't actually... No, we gave you a week we off. We gave you a week off. We go and lick your wounds. We didn't go in on you there. But we, are, but we are still not done. Did you see that? We are not done. Well, you, what are you saying? Well, I'm talking old boys getting into blues. Yeah, yeah, old boys ripping in. Yeah. Chris Walker calling Brody Cross post-game tears against the Warriors and then giggles with the storm afterwards, crocodile tears. Mm. So he's then gone and bagged him hard on IG. Photo of him not crying, photo of him crying, and then just the emoji of a crocodile and then tears. Look, I thought that was a little bit... Like if, Chris Walker, I think is a big day. I, th- well, I think from from gauging from his social media, mate. Behavior. He was t- he was he was having a crack at Payne Haas. Then he's into Petro Sivan Well, Payne Haas came back and tried to be like, do we do we have the comments? Yeah, they're a bit. Can you or is it, are they just a bit like he sh- he said she said? Oh, there well, there's quite a few of them. There was a few. Um, but but my point is, do this. you have them, Dave? With the Payne Haas comments. Yeah, yeah Payne Haas and Payne Petro Haas and- goes. You know what a troll is? Look that up, champ. Don't be coming at my mates. Thought you would know better. And Walker replied, he said, but if he was your mate, he'd be going deep into the D-line for you. I've encountered a few trolls in my days. The thing about trolls is they've never played NRL. And then Haas goes, why are you coming at him and making up a shit post? You look like a 12-year-old, you nine ball. Message him instead if you've got a problem, you kid. I'd be shitting myself if Payne Haas was talking to me like that. Fuck yeah, bro. I'd be shutting up real quick. What I don't get, though, like, I do sort of get it, but I don't get why he would post the crocodile tears thing because from my perspective maybe that was the final straw for Brody like he put his heart and his soul into whatever game that was when he was crying Warriors Warriors should have beaten the Warriors yeah and couldn't get it done yeah. and now it's sort of like you know when you just give up you well, don't you, really <laughs> give a shit anymore well, or maybe like not necessarily give up but like go okay that was an emotional tipping point and I and I was in tears. Now, obviously, I'm not happy about losing, but I've been able to maybe 
work on the emotional side of my game and be able to see the bigger picture here. Still putting in the work with the boys, you know, Monday to Friday, mm. but I'm just not crying after every game, which, to be honest, Chris Walker, would you be happy if he was crying after every loss? I feel like then you'd be super concerned about his fucking well, mental health. Matt, right? at a certain point, you become numb to it, right? Like, for example, when Jack slips below the water a la Titanic, having failed to get onto the door... Which he could have. If you were to watch that scene every week, would you cry every week? No. No, you wouldn't. No, There'd be certain points where you would. Maybe after a big weekend, you would cry. Bounce out. But you're not crying week in, week out. No, you're not. Which Chris Walker clearly wants him to. Chris Walker wants him crying every time Jack slips below the ocean. (laughs) And I just think that's ludicrous. No, that's silly, right? It's completely unrealistic. Obviously, you do at some point become desensitized to, to, Mm. to grieving, to moments of grief. And on, like obviously, if you watch it once a year, yeah, you're likely to cry. Well, it'll bring you back. You'll be like, yeah. fuck, I remember this. i tell you what it also is like, Eddie. Every year when we wouldn't win the Bledisloe Cup. Now, early on, it was it perfect wrenching. Yes. We win this. Yeah. Why the, and, and the further... We won five in a row. The, the, the greater distance I've had between winning a Bledisloe and now, I don't give a fuck about couldn't it. Couldn't care less. I couldn't give a shit. If we win, I might cry. Oh, exactly. It's now come to a point where tears reserved for the winning. Yeah, exactly. Because oh, losing, losing is to be expected. And especially in the Broncos situation where it's like, oh, you want him to cry after losing to the Storm, who I think were almost top of the table? And paying a dollar ten to get the chockies? Yeah. Like, come on, bro. He cried because they should have beaten the Warriors. That's why he was yeah. crying. And maybe it was that was his emotional tipping point, like we've been through. Yeah. Maybe he had a big weekend the night before. He also know. came from the storm, so they're, they're all his fucking mates. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous. He then came Petro. Petro weighed in, did he? Have we got Petro's comments? Yeah, you get Petro's, Petro's up. Because Petro came in, you know, elder statesman of the game, played with Chris, I think, at some point, and was like, Bruh, what's going on here? You know what I? You know why I'm now anti Chris? Mm. Because Petro's the nicest man in rugby league, and Chris was a big day as a player, right? Like, so in terms of he had a lot of problems, so it was a bit sort of like, and Petro, I think, even uh, mentions as much. You got to be a certain type of they operator. Might be on the P's and D's page if you're struggling to find. Certain. Uh, Sivanasiva said he was proud of Haas for taking a stand against Walker. And he should have known better. And he just, uh, so Sivan Siva just wrote, proud of you and tagged um, Payne Haas. And he goes, you of all people, Chris Walker, should know the ups and downs of this game. Give him a break. We all nursed you through some shit during your career. Don't Which po- I believe. Yeah. Don't post shit. Support the lad. We've benefited off the game we love. Now give back. Ring the lad and tell him how you've conquered those lows instead of throwing shit at him for afar. Lift the brother up. That's what good men do. So that's that. Petro. Hard yeah. of goal. Yeah, yeah. Nice man in rugby league. Nice no one man. would argue with that. No one. Fantastic father figurely advice. Now I'm on I'm on Petro's side, and when I read that, I was like, "Ooh, Chris, I don't know, bro. You're not looking good here, dude. You don't look good at all." And then he came back to Petro, though. Yeah, he goes, "Hey, Petro, not even spelling his first name right." That's a bit of a that's an attempt at offering him. I think Allah Clark and Jared Whateley. Where were you when all the journos had pot shots at me? Where the fuck are you? It's now it's now you raise your head. Where were you when they had to go at me? Fuck off, Petro. <laughs> Hashtag clickbait. I didn't hear from you my entire career. Look, Chris's comebacks are lacking any sort of punch. Punch. Uh look, bruh. Look, Chris, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, that's not an alpha mood spelling someone's name wrong. Like no. you think it is, yes. but it's not as alpha as you would like it to now, be. Now, if it was an attempt at being alpha, then you kind of alpha yourself because you look stupid. 
I'm not saying it was. I don't know. But like, no, no, we're just calling it how it when, could be. When comebacks are, I mean, spelling at the best of times, Eddie. Uh, you know, if you're in, if you're like invisible dialogue with people online, if your spelling is poor, then you look stupid. But if you're in an argument and your spelling's poor or your grammar's bad, it's like, oh, this guy. You can see in the poor grammar and the poor spelling the emotional state the person was in when they were writing it, because it's like you can tell they were just frantically trying to like type. A it's comeback. not even. It's not even the first one he did. And the one before where he said, uh, where he was talking to Payne Haas, he used the wrong "your." There you so go, dude. You leave yourself open. With you're the leaving wrong yourself open. If you do the wrong, you're all it all that requires a comeback, and not that I think it's even a good comeback. But it's a comeback. But it's a comeback. Is if you've written your wrong, someone just has to leave the correction, and they will with a little star next to it. Yeah, and then and you as are much burnt. as you know it's immature that they did that, you you you're like fuck. He's got me. I mean, it's isn't that the oldest like trick in the book or not that's not the term i want it's like everyone knows that if you are going into an argument online a get battle, your yours right get your yours right your grammar's got to be spot on you need to draft that thing in notes and copy and paste it in everyone knows that i mean chris missed the fucking memo clearly but where i'm from mate you that go was, to notes and that, you draft that was a first everyone of chris's responses was first draft petros yeah. that thing seemed like it had been he'd almost spoken that out with someone it's like clear considered concise yeah, yeah. look i think i think he's run that by a couple of people they've perused it yeah. they've ride it over they've given it the science or at least delivered. he's just considered it you know what i mean petro seems like a considered individual well, he's I considered his thoughts considered his words considered his opinion i th he's very considered man i'm saying someone so considered as petro I mean, he built a career on being considered. Yeah. But he probably rolled over to his wife and, and just gave... I'm just, really concerned about what's I'm going on here, I'm very concerned and I think? need you to be considered yeah. about my concern. Can you just have a little read over? This is what I'm thinking of saying back. Like, what do you think about that? Mm. And, are, and are all my yours right? Can yeah. you just... Double, specifically, I need you to check my yours. No, the yours need to be spot on. <laughs> and the theirs need to be great. Yeah. And the twos. Is it one or two O's? That throws people. Don't use numbers for two. You no. know what I mean? If you're coming back and it's like you two with a number, like yeah. you just come on. Yeah. No, 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 this no. is an argument. Leave here. the numerals out of it. <laughs> you leave the numerals out of it. Now, in fairness to Chris, who's taken an absolute pasting, he did apologise. I think Dave. Can we see if we yeah. found that? What time was he posting all this? Was he on the brown stuff? On that cane champagne. Was he on the cane champagne by chance? <laughs> Because it's, it's slipped it's, up many good men. Yeah, it has slipped up. Many good men have gone down. <laughs> many uh, good men have gone down. As a, a result of like tweeting champagne. or, or you know, IGing on the on the cane champagne. I even know that I've done shit. Like, whatever, just when you like, not even when you're out drunk and you're obviously in a former life for you and I, but like DMing or messaging chicks, but just like, just like things you say. But mate, it's, you can you can go closer to home. You've had a couple of beers and you're in a text fight with your missus. Woo up, woo up, don't woo up. Put, put the phone down. Because you'll wake up going, oh, <laughs> what have I done? Look at my yours. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I didn't win. She had me at the first yaw. She had me at the first yaw. Do we have Chris's comment? Yeah, Chris's comment. So he was writing it Saturday morning. Early, not like ridiculously early. How so early? Maybe, uh, it doesn't say here, but it was Saturday morning. As in, he was sending. He was having these arguments. He was having the arguments Saturday morning. Okay, so maybe so bounced either, out after Friday it could night. Could be bounced could out. Be. Uh, he said, his apology said, 
I just want to take this time to personally apologize to Petro, to, I think that's Payne Haas's tag, and Brody Croft for my outburst on Saturday morning. As an ex-player, I should not have used my social platform to question a player's passion. To the club and players, I hope you can turn your season around. Now, if I was if I was drafting an apology, Tom, and I was sending the messages at two in the morning, you wouldn't say Friday night. You'd say Saturday morning, wouldn't you? What do you as in like that's when he's saying he did it? Past twelve p.m. Saturday morning. Yes. So you mean he's trying to just like? So our theory that he's on the on the cane champagne. It's still alive and it's well. still alive and well. I also think that I read in the apology when he wrote because this is obviously around Chris's grammar or lack thereof, when he said he was an X player, he just used a huge X. X. And he also said, I'm a X player, not an. I'm a X player. I'm a X player. I'm a huge X player. Uh, Capital X, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, as a X player. I think someone needs to teach Chris like the original alphabet. Alphabet. You remember when you're a child in kindergarten, you go, now listen, there might be a lot of dumb punters and dribblers out there who are, you know, they don't know the difference between there and there. And that's okay. We're just saying that run it through a Google Docs and they will correct it for listen, you. Listen, mate, listen. We're not saying you got to know the answers. Listen, we're not telling you to pen a letter and you got one shot at the title. One opportunity. We live in an age whereby you can run things through grammar and spell check. Mm. You can get it vetted. Yes. By robots. Robots vetting your fucking your tweets, your Instagram arguments. All I'm saying is if you're the sort of guy or girl who struggles with it and you want to engage in online back and forth, you gotta have your ducks in a row yeah. or you're gonna get found out and you're gonna get embarrassed. Yeah. That's uh, all we're saying. That's all we're saying. But shout out to to Chris. To Petro, to Payne, to Brody. Shout out to the Brisbane Broncos. Shout because to the Broncos. They're keeping this season alive and well. They're printing narrative fucking left, right, and center. They are content machines, the Broncos. I mean, you year. come into every season, Tom, and you think to yourself, the riders, obviously, in the background, what do they come up yes. with us this year? What's the what's the Good, narrative? Yeah. What's the yarn? What's the soap opera this time? What's winning Logies this year in the rugby league? What's soap the Logie opera? winner? And I tell you what, through. What, 10 rounds, 11 rounds, whatever it is, we've got Logie winning We've got Logie winning. Oh, absolutely. And this is just another chapter almost, the Chris Walker chapter. Love it. Yeah, I've, yeah. Been a, I've been a big fan of the Chris Walker chapter. Yeah, I've loved the Chris Walker chapter. <laughs> Long may it continue. It sounds like it's finished. But no, I think, oh, look. One last comment. The top comment on his apology, which finishes off perfectly, is just some guy comments, crocodile apology. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fair yep. call. Fair call. Fair call. Hit him between the eyes. Yeah, he got him with that one. <laughs> he fucking got him. Burnt him. Oh, terrific. Well, that's the Broncos. Yeah, that's the Broncos. Chris was in a rage. Reach out, Chris. Actually, don't. Um, now, in terms of signings, we moved from one signing to another. Mm-hmm. Now, Suwali. Oh. First name? Joseph. Joseph. I always forget it. So he's backflipped on rugby union. Well, he backflipped on league and then backflipped on union. But now he's backflipped on union. Apparently, now he's come back to league. Now. Yeah. Obviously, Tom, you and I hear whispers. Mm-hmm. Whispers on the wind. Yeah. Birdies chirping areas. Yeah. Now, the other day I may have come across an email sent internally to staff at Rugby Australia saying, we don't have that sort of money. That would be fiscally irresponsible. No, we haven't signed Joseph Suwali. Want to wish him well with what he does in the future if he doesn't sign with the Rugby Australia, right? Right, okay. So we all got really pumped up, as you do, because we like to bind a narrative and yarn on this podcast. And 
the punter and the dribbler do, generally speaking. Yes. So when you th- see three million that Rugby Australia have offered, you just go, that's outrageous, and you run with it. Yes. What I'm thinking, Tom, if you want to take this for a walk, is that Isaac Moses, you know that, his, mm-hmm. his agent, yeah. that's really dodgy? Yeah. Maybe he gets on the blower to his friends at, you know, in high places in, in, uh, in the papers of this country, Tom, yes. going, print this, print this. Check this. So out. then he can go back to the Rabbitohs and go, mate, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Jag a couple up four hundred grand out of the out of the rabbit eyes. Because they've gone from one point six to four of uh, to two, sorry. Have they? Yeah. That's really? what I'm thinking yeah. it might be. Dude, he's ruthless, Isaac. Moses. That's what I'm thinking it might be. And I won't go I just I was speaking to a friend of the show um over in the DMs during the week and he was telling me stories about Moses. And the guy is if you're a player, it sounds like he is the best fucking manager to have. Mm. From what I'm hearing, like if you want a manager who's looking after your financial interests, but also like looking after you, if you're in a bind, if something goes wrong, if you need some help, it sounds like he is the man to have. Mm. Now, from a, if you're a club, probably not loving him because he's got you over a barrel sometimes, a la the Broncos. We're definitely not loving him. No, but I respect his work. Yeah, you got to respect his work. Like now, if, if I was a player, I'd be like, okay, maybe I'll go with this guy. Now, if if that's what's happened, if he's gone the big wall pool. And Joseph has no intention or had no intention of signing with the, the Wallabies A-A-U. at all. Then, then it's a great, one of the great wall pools. That's one of the great wall pools. It's one of the great wall pools. And Tim Horan probably looks a little stupid after penning that stupid article Tim. about, well, maybe he just wants to see the world and play in World Cups and have success. It's yeah, like, well, you're not going to have success. Tim, though. it's not 1999 anymore, mate. Sorry, bro. And listen, that's the thing that was trotted out about Falau when he went over. It was like, Falau wants to... It's an international game. You go play Wallabies, tours around the world, all that shit. And I get that. Like, that's true. But the money you're getting playing Australian rugby is probably worse if you're Suwali, if you're just playing rugby league, right? Like, maybe early on you might be able to get some big money, but it's like you'd be able to pay, get paid a shitload of money to play rugby league and then just travel in the off-season. <laughs> Okay, yeah, they they failed to mention that the season isn't 365 days a year. You right. are allowed to You're leave. allowed to leave the country. It's <laughs> like, oh, is he going to want to play in Campbelltown? It's like, uh, well, listen, maybe he doesn't want to have to fly to South Africa three times a season and do this weird fucking trip. It's like, maybe he just goes, you know what? I'll play 26 rounds of hard, honest rugby league football yeah. in my country. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just Maybe play gonna... a little state of origin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a la the greatest contest Represent on the my state. Represent my country in rugby league. And then you know what else I might do, rugby union, when I get to fucking 30? Go play rugby union. And I'll go play it for Toulon. And I'll get paid yeah, yeah. shitloads yeah, of money yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what I will do. I'll go play for Toulon. Yeah. Uh, and drink rosé. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Rosé's at half time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, before training. Yeah, before training, half time, full time rosés. Yeah, that's what I'll do. And then I'll play for the Wallabies. Oh, yeah, sure. And or then I could... I'll go compete in a, you know, World Cup and get a participation yeah. medal and, you know, I'll have a bit of fun. Or I can go and, you know, train with the Waratahs down on the local PCYC netball courts because, you know, we've been shunted for the Thunderbirds or whatever. Mm. Like, I've got options, bruh. But I need to set myself up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I just thought that was interesting. I was like, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying now out of all this old thing. I like that idea. I like that narrative. Because it's becoming, I think it's becoming quite obvious if you apply just a teeny bit of logic. Well, but some... The Rugby Australia just don't have the coin. Yeah, but look... They don't have the coin. They must have been throwing something at him. Well, I'm not saying they weren't throwing big money, but three million, 
That was double. Yeah, that's literally six. double the offer yes. that the Rabbitohs had put out there. I think they had one six, maybe one seven, but call it double for argument's sake. Some people were saying, "This is disgusting. How much pressure is being put on a young kid?" I'm like, "Is it? Is is getting fucking a bidding war over your services really that disgusting?" Look, like, I understand. Like, I mean, this is this is his life now, right? He's a professional footballer. Like. If, if the biggest problem he's got right now is to decide whether to get paid $3 million, allegedly, from Rugby Union, or to stay with fucking one of the biggest cut clubs in the NRL in South Sydney and have Russell Crowe fucking, you know, bring your, bring your dinner over or leave you with a hundred grand frozen in your freezer. Like... No, I understand that. I think people are coming from the perspective of a lot of pressure on a young kid can fuck you up. I'll let Jared Mullen be the next Joey. Do you know what I mean? I get that. From but that Jared Mullen didn't have a fucking thing on but, Suwali. But, but all I'm saying is, okay, well then essentially what you're asking him to do is not be a prodigy. Like, yeah. just dial it back a bit when you're in junior footy. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. And also, if you're not interested in getting into the bidding war, then don't. Yeah, don't. But you won't get him. No. Rugby, you know, rugby league will just take him for a fraction of what they would have paid anyway. You got to bid. You, you got to be in it. it. You got to be in it to win it. Dave, it's the oldest you, saying in the world. Could you do us a favor? Mm-hmm. Can you see uh, Suwali's dimensions? Because when I look at his highlights videos, he looks six five. I think he's got to be six five. Tom. He looks fucking gigantic, and, and he's, he's obviously also, a bit of a bean pole, but he's but quick. Well, he's he can step. Tommy, six nine. He's six three. 6'3 is a big, big individual. 16. I think he's still got ground to do. Of I wouldn't be surprised if he gets 6'4, 6'5. Mate, he's not, you don't stop growing there. What's, well, how much? What's he, what's he, he weighs 95. So he's 115. Yeah. Get, get the right team around him, Tom. Dude, he's, he's going to be an animal. Yeah. And he steps, he's quick. There's a reason they're throwing stupid money at this kid. Yeah. Like, they just didn't make this, you know, they didn't go watch a Kings game and go, oh, that bloke's going pretty well. They'll probably no. play GPS ones. Let's give him a million dollars a season. They've had their eye on him for a while. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, look, good on him, man. Get, what's the, the, this is like the saying that's in right now. And I feel like I'm old saying it, but it's like, get the bag. Get the bag, brah. Secure the bag, Joseph. <laughs> Get the bag. Secure the bag. Get the bag. If Terrific. I can speak to our younger audience. Well, I think well, there's young... I mean, Jelly Shot Kid probably Jelly loved Shot that. Jelly Shot Kid probably thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. He pretty- <laughs> <laughs> secure the bag, bruh. Secure it. Consider it secure. Yeah, we should We should maybe put that on TikTok. Maybe. Something That'd be about. Dior's job. Yeah. I noticed he's dropped the ball a little bit well, on the TikTok. Yeah, well, listen, I mean... Can you blame him? No. TikTok, I don't think is... Well, us. it's probably not our, our It's racket. not our racket, the TikTok world, is it? I mean, so maybe, if it... maybe if you took your shirt off and we learned a couple of dances, maybe yeah, then... Yeah, then, then potentially. We, we Look, we just don't have the hours in the day, punters and dribblers. No, nor really the interest for, for TikToking. <laughs> I don't think you've got the, the, the backbone for it. I don't. I certainly don't. No. I don't, but I also... And I mean that... Like from a physical perspective, as oh, in like right. some of the dance moves look pretty arduous. Do you know what the? It's one of the more offensive things that anyone's ever said to me, and it was around my dancing. And I think like maybe it is a feature of just like aging. And you again, don't dance particularly well. I don't. I don't dance particularly well. But I don't dance like early twenties. I I wasn't like you'd never call me like oh he's a good dancer. But I felt that I was all right. Like I reckon on the dance floor early twenties, you know, young, you're fit, you're a bit more attractive. I felt like I was able to hold my own in the sense of like I wouldn't put people off and I might have been able to attract the opposite sex. Yeah. 
just been getting around it. But as I've gotten older, confidence has dropped. Yeah. Not dancing as much in general. When would you dance? Exactly. Weddings, probably. Exactly. Weddings, right? Steph, my beautiful fiance, said to me that I remind her of my mum when I dance. <laughs> your mum? My own mum. She goes, oh, you dance like your mum. And I'm like, what does that mean? And she's like, you just... It means it's hereditary. It means that you look like your grandmother when you dance and now my dancing has has gone in on itself so it's I'm worse. like imploding <laughs> as a dancer because you're not classically trained either so you don't have anything to fall back I'm, on i've got no i don't have any training to fall back on <laughs> i've only got confidence and now that's it's gone it's completely you're gone. always a confidence dancer you're always a guy in dancer. general and if my confidence is dented the dancing falls off a cliff and not hard to dent it, seemingly. No. You dance like your mum. All right, okay, not dancing again. I'm out. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, no. So, yeah. I don't know how we got there. I've no idea. I've no idea. Uh, but yeah, look, TikTok's abandoned. <laughs> TikTok. So, if you don't know, if, you, if you've thought to yourself, I really like your videos on TikTok and I don't know where they've gone, you can watch them on, you, on Instagram. Which They're is exactly yeah, the same. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, they can be longer. So yeah. you're probably gonna... Well, in fact, yeah, you probably get more bang for your buck on Instagram. Yeah. So, you know. All but, right. I mean, look, if you want to, if you want to hang with it, uh, you'll probably just have to keep watching what's there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Enjoy the five videos that's there. Yeah. Uh, RIP, Hello Sport TikTok. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my, my, uh, the Apollo restaurant. Has anyone been there recently? Not recently. Just got closed got down for COVID. Really? Yeah. What did? Shit. Apollo. Ella was Actually, there. I think my mate was Ella there. Ella was there on Saturday. Week. Really? There's COVID in it? Yeah, it's been shut down. I'll call her quickly. That's hectic. That is hectic. That's hectic. Because that means that we now, I think, have to isolate technically. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just calling. I'm just calling you about that. She have going. She got Victorian Victoria attitude. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. She's like, because we were supposed to get a Molly Mook. Now she's like, I don't know if we can. Because of, yeah. yeah, yeah. But now I'm with you. Well, and now I'm fucked. We're all fucked. We're all fucked. And everyone in there is fucked. Yeah. Bruh, that's a pain in the ass. Well, at least you got it on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that. Um, moving on. Moving on. Well, I've got to work out what to do with Steph and Evie now. I'm going to have to fucking sleep in a bin. This is a pickle. This is a pickle. I might have to just call Steph real quick. Does it say, like, how long the COVID cases have been there? Like, when... Can you do some Dior on that, Dave? Yeah, we need... I guess I'm the one with the laptop. Yeah. (laughs) You are. How are you? Uh, Not bad. Just saw your bloody COVID update. So, Ella was there on Saturday, and I'm now here with Eddie. Mm. So, I don't know whether you want to, like, leave the house, or whether I just fucking... If you want to just leave a mattress outside, and I'll sleep in the garage. I'm in a room talking absolute shit with him. If he's got COVID, I have got it. <laughs> if it's as, if it's yeah, if it's it's if bouncing it's, around. If it's as uh, if it's as contagious as they yeah. say, me, Eddie, and Dior Dave are fucking dripping in coronavirus. 
I know this is a ball lake. I mean, it's just a... Anyway, I'll call you afterwards. Have a think. Love you, bye. Great news. Well, the show must go on. The show must go on, COVID or not. Can only hope that we've captured coronavirus being infecting someone on camera. That'd be the first time that's happened, right? Have to be, wouldn't it? If that doesn't get us on the Daily Mail. Uh, Sonny Bill Williams coming back to the Roosters. Of course, they can afford him. Um, I'm happy to see him back, Eddie. Yeah, I'm happy to see him back. I think that the game likes Sonny being around. He's good for the game. You, is that fair to say? Oh, yeah, like, there's some about Sonny Bill being in the same room that, you know, it just gets the punter and the dribbler fired up. I'll be happy to see him back in rugby league. I would, I like him being back in rugby league. I do have a issue. And that's that he probably could have gone to a more needing team. Now, I would have, I would have liked if he'd gone and supported the brothers, the Warriors in their time and age. You know what I mean? Yeah, but as if that's what Sonny Bill does, right? Like, if you're Sonny, don't you? I'm just, just I'm just thinking, like, you know, you remember when Glenn, they wouldn't let Glenn Stewart sign for less money at the at Manly because it was below his his market value. Yes. Like Glenn just, was still. In, I think I feel like the market value they've given for Sonny's a bit light. Four hundred grand for like four games. He's coming back in round seventeen. Oh, so it's just this. That's for four games. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's different. Because he's going to go back to Toronto, I think, next year. I thought they're done. No, they've they haven't done, been getting paid. They're done for this season. But they haven't been getting paid. Apparently. Yeah, but that's what their owner said. They're like they're done for this season because all the Super League payments have stopped. Right. Okay. And they so he's are, come back for four games. For, for, four, like three, I think it's what, three or four regular seasons, 17, 18, 19, 20, yeah. and then finals. So he's going to get parachuted into the Roosters. Yeah. Probably, maybe, potentially. Go three. Go three and then fuck off. Yeah. That would be, that reeks of Sonny. I didn't think the Roosters were going to win, but if they do get Sonny, there's something about him being a lucky prick, always yeah. winning wherever he goes, that yeah. makes me think maybe they will maybe win. Maybe they'll it. do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I'm, and again, don't want the Roosters to win. Obviously, Manly will win, but like outside of that, I can. I don't. It's weird. It's because the Roosters have players that I like individually and the team I hate whole, as a whole that I'm not entirely against them winning three in a row. No, I'm. Which so, is hard to say. Yeah, look, it's one of those funny things. It's one of those funny things. I don't want them to win three in a row because no. I'll never hear the end of it. No, never. As long as I live, no. hear the end of it. No, we've got a lot of Roosters, mates, yeah. and they will not ever quit badgering and there's a lot of years left in your life touch wood right that I've got it that you're going to have to deal with that shit is it worth it well, I'm not know. that old no do you know what I mean maybe if I was 80 I could I'd, I'd be like alright fuck it fuck it Sonny Bill comes back wins another one goes on a big I've only know, got really at 80 maybe 10 years max maybe, to fucking hear about maybe it. I mean if you're going off averages Tom I've, I could die tomorrow yeah. you know what I mean yeah. I've already beat I've already bested 78 whatever the average for men in Australia is yeah so I'm I'm living on borrowed time you could argue but yeah. I'm not even 30 Tom no. and the idea of living through you know let's potentially say potentially another 70 years with with roosters rhetoric from yeah. the the late teens early twenties, I'm I'm not up to, I'm not no. comfortable with that. That's tough. It's too tough for me. It's to tough. Handle. But then it's like I don't want the storm to win. I don't want the eels to win. I'd prefer the. I'd prefer. Oh, uh, you know who I'd like to win, Manly. Manly. So well, it's Manly. Then Panthers. 
Oh, then Knights and Panthers. Knights, Panthers, Raiders. Raiders in there. Probably Raiders third, Panthers fourth. Look, I've got options. Yes. I've got options. But anyway. it makes me fucking sick to my yeah. stomach. Yeah. But good luck, Sonny. Welcome back, bro. Limited minutes, us. you would think. I guess. I guess. He's old. He's old as shit. He's 35. So, But he still looks delicious. So I don't know what that, like, what his playing style will be. He like. looks delicious. Yeah. He looks delicious. Yeah. Bit, of, bit of LeBron about him, you know what I mean? Looking Ageless. delicious. Ageless. Just looking tasty. He looks tastier. better than LeBron. Like, and I mean that. Like, if no, you're, but LeBron's bod. Oh, yeah, he's still bodied up. But if you're like the ideal physical male specimen for me is almost Sonny Bill Williams. Always has been. He's just been jacked beyond belief since he was a kid. Huge and broad. Mm. Ripped up to fuck. Great name. Great name, cool. Which tats. is part of it. His tats are cool. Names, punters and dribblers. Names get in, go into it. You know, if your name was like, you know, John, bloody Smith, for example, and you look like Sonny, you wouldn't be playing footy. No, it just wouldn't have come together. No, it wouldn't have happened that way. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't have won World Cups and NRL. There's no way. There's no way. You would have. You would have talked. You would have copped an early knock on your knee, and that would have been it. Yeah. Your, your knee would have Overweight, been smashed to smithereens. Accounting job. Then you blew out. Now you're an accountant. You, you watch footy from afar because yeah. it's too painful. It's too painful to see it. You divorced at least once. No, you divorced. And then you never remarried. No. No one will look at you again. Nah. You got a girlfriend with a 14-year-old son that you're sort of a stepdad to, but like you guys don't really get on. He's a troubled kid. Yeah. yeah. And you're trying to like you're trying to break down his walls, but it's like the kids he doesn't like you. He's got a, he's got his own dad. Yeah, and he slams the door in your face. Exactly. Often. Exactly. You wear a lot of brown you as wear, well. Yeah, and you just find yourself exhaling all the time around the house because this kid doesn't respect you, even though he's under your roof and you yeah. know, you're like with his mum. Like. In fact, you exhale so often you often pass out. <laughs> That's if you had Sonny Bill's body, but you were called John Smith. <laughs> so anyway, welcome back, Sonny. Uh, um, is there anything else rugby league related? Manly obviously got a win. We, we thought we'd spare the P's and D's. Too much Manly-based rhetoric. Cade Cust, as we said last week, absolutely elite. Well, I mean, rugby league flowing through his veins, yeah, Tom. Yeah, man of the match performance. Tommy Turbo's hamstring. Some were trying to say it was the season. We knew it wasn't. Now, obviously, do we have direct lines to the greatest fullback in the game? Yeah, we do. And we just found out that, obviously, it's not the season. But, yeah. it's Look, uh, punters and dribblies, he might be back a couple of weeks late. That's yeah, all it is. That's all it is. Preventative measures. Exactly. Preventative measures. People say, oh, Eddie's hamstrings are fucked. It's like, no, mate. The ham it's a hamstring replacement surgery. You don't think it's going to be slightly tender? Of course it's going to be tender. And again, my hammies are so prized... So proud, yeah, that they've got to take preventative measures. Exactly, that's all it is. Don't get your knickers no. in a knot. They've already been talking to him about the other one, just having the other one ready to go on ice for you know whether it's other players, whether it's Tommy. The hammies are fine. Hammies fine. Hammies are fine. You'll see. You'll see. Um, you'll see. Yeah, of course they will. Is there anything else rugby league related? Don't know. Dior, did we have we missed anything? No, no, I mean Bulldogs beat the Knights. Knights are in a hooker crisis. Yeah. Cursed hookers. Cursed hookers. Don't know if there's anything else to it. Right, a code on the on the gram. Yep, I think so. Do you want to do checkies for next week? Yes, please, David. Yeah. All right. All right. Dragons, bunnies. Bunnies. Oh, dragons. Uh... Bunnies. 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 Uh, tigers, warriors. Tigers. tigers. Broncos, sharks. 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 Roosters, titans. Roosters. Roosters. <laughs> Cowboys, Raiders. 
Raiders. Yeah. Manly Panthers. Manly. Fuck, Manly Panthers. Yeah. That's a good game. Yeah, it's a ripper. It's a, what day? Sunday? Uh, Saturday, 7.30. Saturday, 7.30 this weekend? Yeah. Love that. Is that all the rounds? No, no, no. Oh, still more. Dogs, Eels. 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 And Storm Knights. That's a good game. Storm will get it done, Storm, you would think. I think. No, no, no hooker's tough. Mm. Dude, who do they Who do they bring in? Some some kid. Well, they had Kurt Mann playing for that game. So they put Kurt Mann into hooker? Well, that's what they had for that game. I'll no, it was McCulloch. No, I know. When McCulloch went off, oh, Kurt Mann right. was playing yeah, hooker sorry, the rest gotcha. of the game. Yeah, that makes sense. It does make sense. That does make sense. That's rugby league. I think that's rugby league. Go Manly. Manly for the win. Manly for the prem. Second wave coming. Well, I feel like we might be in it. Yeah, second wave here. Might be best if we just get it over and done with, boys. Just Bunker, try and get it. Just, we, I think we've got it. <laughs> <laughs> Quick to assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we've, safe to say we've got it. Um, and from there, we just sort of work out how to... Well, I think, look, I think realistically, if we've got it now... Maybe two weeks to show symptoms. So maybe we're showing symptoms two weeks' time. And we pump out another podcast for the P and the D. And then we've got a week to get over it. So we, we don't miss a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we just don't tell anyone. We just come in. No, I'm saying like... Because we'd all have it together. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so in two weeks' time... So we got it today. Two weeks' time, we show symptoms, so we, we get through the podcast and then go home, and then we're sick for a week, and then by the time we but come back for another month... we're contagious Monday, from the moment you have it. Ben Barberetti, uh, AFL in... He played some AFL in uh, in Mackay. He joined an AFL side up there, and he fucking dominated. He did. He played in the reserves, kicked a... like I think he kicked double-digit goals in the reserves, mm. and then they put him in the ones, and he kicked 13 goals. Now... I'm not that surprised by that, really. I mean, it's a different sport, but you're playing for the local comp. 13 goals is impressive. Yeah, but you're a Dally M winning player, right? Mm. Like, you can kick a ball, definitely, and yeah. you're as fast as fuck. You can definitely kick a ball. You can definitely kick a ball, and you're nippy. And he always was. Yeah. But I'm just saying, 13 goals is a nice haul. That's a baker's dozen, Tom. It is a baker's dozen. Um... So, you know, it's not he's not making a comeback or anything. I think he just He's not making a comeback? No, he just was trying to get fit. It's one I tell you what, he's a piece of shit for what he did, right? Because he hit you know, if you hit a woman you're a piece of shit. And I think he's yeah. done it a couple of times. I just saw him quoted in the article or whatever though that it was just like, Yeah, like I I'm the I'm the one to blame. Now listen, what I read, I don't know if he was saying that from if this was a quote post his most recent bed shit or whether it was before. I mm. read it as it was a recent-ish quote, post his NRL axing. Yeah. What he did was fucked up and his punishment is adequate, but you're like, fuck, man, it is... I still feel sorry for him in some way. Like, it's just like, you fucked it. You fucked everything. You had... You, well, for whatever reason, you did what you did. Yeah, It's just like, you fucked everything. I can't help but feel like we, you trace this back to the the test, the positive test after the Sharkies GF. Win. Well, yeah, but he no, but he fucking had he's there'd been rumours about him mistreating his missus had there from been? before there. Yeah, yeah, there was like a photo that leaked of her with like a bleeding nose and it was like denied and all this. Sort right, of shit. right, right, right. Well, mate, we can't condone it. Horrible Fuck stuff. No, it's but disgraceful. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's just more that thing of going like, what a waste, what an absolute waste of fucking talent. And now what you're a waste. just like knocking around. I think he's like a truck driver and fucking. FNQ or some shit. 
kicking 13 goals every now and then. Yeah. Jesus. Poor old Benny. Four from growth. Don't know Jeez. what else you do. No, nah, there's nothing else you do. Let him, But let him play AFL up there. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Before we got into dribbles, did you want to talk about how we're big in the bot game on social media? Look, there's been punters and dribblers that have been noticing the bots starting to creep into the punters and dribblers Facebook page. Obviously, it's the place to be when mm-hmm. online. Punters mm-hmm. and dribblers, if you're not in there, you should be. There has been bots from time to time coming in and posting shit about betting agencies and all this crap, right? Now, for those of you that are upset about it, this is the reality. Tom and I are now huge in the bot game. Bots yeah. love our work. Yeah. Bots love what we're about. Bots tell another bots about Hello Sports. Check them out. They're fucking huge. Now, bots can only post certain things, right? In this instance, it's usually betting, you know, against betting agencies and whatever they're posting, right? That's all that they've got in their wheelhouse to post. They can't post anything else. Mm. But they're into the content. They're into the posts. So think of it as a like. You know what I mean? The yeah. bot likes a post. Yeah. That's their like. But it's it's... We are doing our best to rid ourselves of the bots as well. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast this week, Eddie, as always, brought to you by the Hello Sport Baggy Green Cap, courtesy of baggycaps.com.au. I'm wearing one right now. It is resplendent, or I look resplendent in it anyway. Uh, Those baggy caps that we have for our P's and D's uh, should be en route pending us having COVID. Uh, But just wanted to give a shout out to our good friends baggycaps.com.au well I mean look the fact that you may have COVID doesn't change how that hat looks on your head Correct. you look you look better than ever thank you you look better than ever thank you so I know I wouldn't you know they're COVID proof yeah they are take that to the bank take that to the bank the baggy green from baggygreens.com.au COVID, COVID proof, proof. alright punters I just want to give a quick shout out to the Banksia project Banksy Project is all about blokes helping other blokes, mates supporting mates. Their growth rooms are free programs for anyone to jump on and learn about their own health and well-being. Have a safe chat about anything and support others. Look, uh, times get tough for everyone. You and I both know that. We've got friends, family, acquaintances. Everyone's got someone who goes through tough times. And it's important to have the skills to deal with the challenges and to stay healthy. Go beyond awareness and learn practical skills to stay happy with a group of mates supporting you. Absolutely right, Tom. So give them a follow, punters and dribblers, at the Banksia Project on social media or check out their website, www.thebanksiaproject.org.au. Their info might be useful for you or one of your mates. Check them out. Time for some dribbles. I don't think there's a shitload, so that's nice. Beautiful. Boy, sorry to have to do this, but I'm calling because it's Tuesday, fucking Tuesday. 1.28 p.m. I'm out in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's moving dirt. And I'm waiting for the podcast still. Where the fuck? I don't mean to get ang- angry, but I'm fucking... I need some podcasts. I need some material. Where's my fucking mind? We anyway, deserve this. I hope you get to that soon. Look, I feel sorry for that gentleman because at 1.28 on a Tuesday, he was in for a long afternoon. And he was expecting, you know, all right, fuck, the podcast is going to be out here. How many times during that poor prick refreshed his phone? He would have been checking a lot. Yeah. To call up in anger. And well, look... But he's caught up at 1.28 in anger. Yeah. Which isn't exactly late, generally. No. Like, it's, you know, it's sort of dropped 
in that afternoon bracket. Yeah, exactly. But 128's not. No, you're right, actually. 128 isn't late. No. So he was just f- stinging for it. And then for it not to come out until it was like probably 24 hours after that. It was late this week. Oh, yeah, it was week. late, late. So, you know, look, we're not going to apologise to you. Refuse to, but... But we're sorry you went through that. Sorry for your experience. Yeah. We're sorry for your experience, and we're sorry that... You know, we weren't there to aid you in your time of need. But also, like, you were up and about far too early for me to actually feel bad. If that was 128 on Wednesday, I would have been like, okay, that makes yeah. sense. But it wasn't. It was Tuesday, bro. So relax. Now, I'm just going to press play again because I just want to make sure that sound came up on there. Boy, sorry to have yes, to do it. does. Beautiful. We move on, punters and dribblers. Chris Ingate. Chris Ingate. Prince Dribbler. G'day, Tom and Eddie. This is PD, um, PD Dribbler over here in Florida. I was just driving back from the supermarket, so I'm probably, you know, covered in COVID, so this very much may be my last dribble. Um, I was just finishing your latest episode, and the nickname Dribbler, I think it was his name was Max, um, who called in about the nicknames. Uh, it was an interesting one. So, you know, potentially he was a very powerful dribble. So maybe we even, you know, name him the Maximus Aurelius, whatever the, the Russell Crowe name in Gladiator was. Cause it's a very powerful dribble, and that's probably, you know, one of Rusty's most powerful movies. But for all the P's and D's out there, they're probably interested in, you know, Tom and Eddie, what your nicknames were growing up, um, you know, back in high school or even younger. So your real nicknames. And then what you would like your potential dribble nicknames to be. Again, these might not be claimed. It's the power of the people to actually, you know, call you it. But I'm just interested and, you know, sorry if this has already been spoken about in the past. But, yeah, I feel like the P's and D's would be interested to know their true leaders a bit more. Peace. Be soon, lads. True leaders is probably an up term. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, That's not overkill at all. That's not overstating it. True leaders. What were my nicknames? Uh, my, at the moment, I've got Ned. Yep. That was bespoke on me by my girlfriend. Now it's used quite regularly. Yes, it is. I get Ed a lot. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. I get Eddie. I get... Um, They're not nick- Ed's no, not a nickname. The only... Mate, I don't get many nicknames. Um, Lloyd? Lord, no, That's no, your middle Lloyd, name. Uh, my dad calls me Boo because I was Boo. yeah, or Wiggly Woo because I was like, oh, that's cute. I was a kid, like kicked around and shit a, bit, a lot when I was young. Apparently, Wiggly Woo, Wiggly Woo, or Boo. Um, that's adorable. Mine was Tommy Two Shoes. That's cute. Yeah, not bad. Now, now they weren't high school nicknames. Obviously, that was children's nicknames. Now, what have you got, son of? Well, I got Bill. They all called me after my old man, which was like. Not exactly the most creative or no. the 13th man. I'm like, you know, that didn't get me. That wasn't like, I was like, oh, fucking don't. Mm. But it was just like, that's not very good. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'd prefer a good nickname. Oh, rather the than Steed go, a bit. The Steed, yeah, you're the Steedman. The Steedman, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. It's okay. Why was that? The Steed. I don't know. Mate, I can't remember. No, why I don't you remember. Them, you know what now I mean? it's just like Burma. Oh, there's another one I'm trying to think of that people used to call. What is James Blaine used to call me something. I can't even remember it now, which is wigging me out. Probably got COVID, dude. Mm. It affects the memory. It does. COVID on the brain. Ooh, it's getting dark in here. Uh, but the number, like the nickname now I get most would be Ned for sure. Yeah, Ned. Yeah. And mine is just Burma, which isn't that. Or fat. Or fat. 
well, even then, I don't really get that. That just hurts, right? That I will get upset about. That'll have me coughing in your face. But in terms of a nickname I want, mate, you can't, nah, you can't do it. Don't have one that I want. We can't. That's what I mean, right? Tell you I've, what, I've, I've been spent. I've been spent one iota. One of my time mates. About I remember it. when I was in like year seven or eight. Now it was either Streety who did this or Simmy P. Shout out to both of you, gentlemen. Said to me, asked me to call him. It's either it's either way around for this. I can't remember which I was. But he said he asked me to call him Stifler. Oh my god! Or Van Wilder, and he would Street call, did. It was either Street or Sim. They said, "Call me Stifler, and I'll call you Van Wilder." Or call me Van Wilder, and I'll call you Stifler. And I was like, "No, are you serious?" Yeah, this is like 13, 12, Shout 13. out to Street, whose birthday it is today. Uh, happy birthday to Hamish, and happy birthday to my brother, whose birthday was yesterday. Terrific. And shout out to Steph. We uh, had our twelve-year anniversary. Oh, that's nice. That's a long haul. Right? That's nice. There's a lot. That's of like fucking half Dave's life. It is. More than half. More than half Dave's life. Wow. So 12 years ago, you were 11. I was 10. Holy, Holy shit. shit. That's a wee out. <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. That makes me ill. Yeah, that does make For me you. ill. For you. Well, yeah, but I mean, fuck, dude. Yours is what? How old are you, how long are you and Ella? 10 years? So you were 13. No, I was 12. How old are you now? I'm 22. Oh, so he, you were 10 when he started? Yeah. That's, that's wild. That is wild. That's such a wig out. Isn't that, like isn't that a long fucking time? Now, she did, we all know the punters, dribblers know, she did dump me for like a year in between there just as we were about to go on holidays to mm. uh, to Bali. But I think, you know, out of 12 years, I yeah, just yeah. say 12 years. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Mate, PD, I like that dribble. That good. was terrific. That was good. Better than your brother. Yeah, better than your brother. Better than your brother. G'day, boys. P's and D's. Just want to bring about a point of order about the lack of uh, thespians in Canberra. And with all due respect to the great Luke Bracey, I think one who is a superior thespian than him of better acting now, which is Mia Vosikowska, in a Tim Burton film, star of a Tim Burton film, surely that gives us some kind of fame. I mean, even if it wasn't his best, the highest claim Tim Burton film. Surely it's worthy of something. We can produce decent footy players and we can surely produce the odd good actor, even if they're mostly in soaps. Anyway, be it soon, fellas. Bye. I must confess that I'm not entirely sure who he's talking about. <laughs> I'm not really. So I've got her here. Mia, I think he's Wasikowska. Yeah. Yeah, Wasikowska. So the Tim Burton film he would be talking about is Alice Through the Looking Glass, where she played Alice. Not sure if that's the most famous or best Tim Burton film, but can leave yeah. that to his opinion. In terms of films other it. than no, that... I haven't seen it. I don't know if she's going to be able to teach the boys to milk penalties. That's what we're looking for. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying she isn't a, a thespian of, of great note. Yes. Even if I don't know her. But we're looking for someone more, you know... In the, in the milking game. Gets the game, yeah. They need to know the nuances of the rugby league football s yeah. sport as a, as a whole, you know? Yeah. Know how it operates, know how it works. Now, Knows it's ins and outs. As we move on here, Jorge Alde looks like he sent us one, but it hasn't arrived. I think I saw it arrive. 
hasn't attached he it. He hasn't attached it. Hey, boys, I've taken the KD approach and recorded my yarn with the intent of the highest quality dribble. Do yourselves a favor and only listen to it for the first time as you're playing it on the podcast. Well, Jorge, this cements you as one of the greatest dribblers of all time. <laughs> to send this through and to have... Look, there's no attachment there. You no see. attachment. You fucking see idiot. See if there's one above it. No, as in like up higher up the page. No. Never arrived. You that is dribble of the highest order. Idiot. So obviously we can't play it. No. Well, that's almost it. That's the dribble. Jorge all day. Now he's a baggy green member and it's from that he deserves it. Oh yeah. He's yeah. A fucking that's dribbler. why he's got one. That's why he's got one. <laughs> Hey, Tom and Eddie, punters and dribblers. It's um, the dot point dribbler here. Oh, good, Emma. I uh, have a, another proposal. I was wondering if you boys could use the power of the podcast to um, <laughs> fill the 2021 big brother house with bloody dribblers and dribblers. Like, I'm just looking at of all the possible opportunities here. But also, like, really this sort of the coming. table. I was You've like, yes. just been blowing fucking Corona vape into the air, and I'm just sitting in this, like, <laughs> <laughs> mate, I'm telling you, this is not recycled air. If one of us has got it, we've, we've all, all we've got all it. Got yeah, it. No, we're There's all... nothing we can do about it now. No, I know. I mean, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Dot Point. That was we're moving on from that one, bro. You got you got cannibalized. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Tom, Eddie, hello boys. This is the DNA dribbler calling in. Um I've actually just got a question for you. As I'm sure you know, lots of polls going up on the Punters and Dribblers Facebook page. Um, and I wanted to ask you about something of that ilk. Uh, you, you, would have, you guys obviously put up that goat action uh, figure uh, toy and then there was like something about a fucking supermarket or some shit like that. Anyway, I wanted to ask, what is your favourite classic sneaker of all time? I'm thinking... Uh, your Converse Chuck T All-Stars, your Reebok Club C's, your Vans High Tops, that kind of shit. I'm personally a Reebok Club C, man. That might be a little bit a little bit niche. I don't fucking know. But, yeah, wanted to get your opinions on that. Uh, uh, lastly, to all the Canberra dribblers out there, up the fucking milk. I'll see you boys soon. Milk's on the hill at Bruce. Uh, soon, it's not a hill anymore, is it? Fuck. Yep, be soon, boys. See ya. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that. Uh, like, it sort of depends on my mood. Like, went through a big Vans. I went through a huge Vans went, stage. Went through a massive Vans stage. Before that, like, back in primary, like, high school, it might have been a Dunlop Volley stage. Oh, Remember when that was big? Volleys were big. I almost don't know if I wore sneakers in high school as much. I'm trying to remember what shoes I wore. Uh, I've always liked Air Maxes. Always. I had Air. I went through an Air Max phase. 95s, love them. Love it's funny them. though, thinking back to high school, I, like, I don't know what shoes I wore. You can't remember? Neither can I. Oh, yes, I do remember. Etnies. Like in like when I was at high Dubbo, school, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. like skate shoes. Yeah, well, oh, like no, no, globes no. and shit. Yeah, but like, that I'm was even... more like year 7, 8, 9. I'm year 10, 11, 12? No idea. Maybe like Remember more of that, your loafer vibe. Were, were people wearing those little white slip-ons yeah. with tight jeans yeah. and shit, fluoro shirt? I think those. That was the era, wasn't bro, it? Bro, that the fun boy era. Fun boy, two thousand and eight. Yeah, seven eight was sneaky uh, sound system. Yeah, the gaff, Ajax, tank, 
Fuck that shit. Kink. Kink. Damn, yes, the cross was, was pumping. But it was fun boy, mate. Dude, fun boy was actually really fun. Yeah, fun boy was fun. Bright, Make no mistake. Bright colours, DJs. Fun sunnies. Fun tight sunnies. jeans, really tight. Dudes rocked fringes. I didn't, and I'm proud to say I I'm didn't. Proud, I'm proud. I can put my hand up and safely say I didn't rock the fringe, but did many men fringe. did. Many, many, did. many men. Many men that, you know would classify themselves as blokey blokes now mm. were fringy fringes, hair straightened oh, fringes. Oh, some of the blokey's blokes had fringy fringes. Yeah. Like the fringiest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, straighteners galore. Shout out to Sebo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who Shout out me to out Tom Arkin. Shout out to Will Harrigan. Couple of real fringes. Did they oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two, they're blokey oh, yeah. boys. Yeah. yeah, real fringemen. Wow. Real Sebo, fringemen, eyeliner, Matt Jacobs. I mean, he, in fairness, is still kind of the adult version of a fringe. He's anyway. still got one, sort of. No, well, he wishes. His hair's deserting him. But, uh, no, he's more like, you know, he, he he's like just his uh, loafers, polo, Ralph Lauren shirt hmm. and some sort of slacks. <laughs> but he was definitely a hair... He used to steal his mum's hair straightener. Shout out to Joycey boy. Uh, shout out to the slacks. Shout out to the slacks. We did his 21st speech and people left because it was so red hot. What, as in parents? Yeah, parents of people left. And we were like, oh, sorry. Anyway, uh, no idea about sneakers other than that. Now I've got some Adidas's on. They um, I can't read that. It's German. German Adidas's. Um, I like Reeboks. I had some cool Reeboks I left in a bloody hotel in Italy. And I'm, I, I, never I got think around, about them all the time. I never got around Converse. Never. I rocked Converse intermittently, but never really. Because I'm a thicker bod, it kind of made my feet too small. Like, it, like I was coming down to the point of a needle. <laughs> you, know? you looked out of whack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it didn't, yeah, yeah. Or like a genie coming out of a bottle. Like yeah, it, didn't, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't do my frame any favours. Yeah, you looked, out of, you looked out of whack. Yeah. Yeah, hilarious. Anyway. Um, good dribble. Good dribble. Good dribble. Hey boys, it's the walk on dribbler again. Well, soon to be not known as the walk on dribbler. As heard, Matt, or whatever the fuck his name was from last week, going on about people selecting their own nicknames. Um, fair enough, Matt. Good on you, Chief. But um, yeah, I hit you with the Chief as well. You're going to have to fucking wear that if this gets aired anyway. Um, yeah, so I'll run off my own nickname from now on. It's Chris Facious Dribbler. I actually get called Crispy because, um, well, anywho, I was lit on fire at a party once <laughs> quite severely, and now my brother seems to think it's funny and calls me Crispy. Uh, see you soon. Have a good one. And wrestles, possibly, <laughs> shortly. The Crispy Dribbler, because he got... <laughs> His description of that was so like you could hear that there's still trauma in there. He's oh, there's like, trauma. He's like, yeah, because I got lit on fire at a house party quite severely. <laughs> <laughs> and so now my brother calls me crispy. Oh my god! Shout out to your brother and shout, shout out, out the to crispy the crispy dribbler, the crispacious dribbler, whatever he called himself. Now he's got a couple more here. This is a might even be a triple drib. Um, well, he's probably a loud one. Is this a quad drib? What's nah. the top one? Not worth playing. Same bloke? Yeah, probably. Tom and Eddie, it's a crispacious dribbler again. 
you know, you know how I got the hanger. Anywho, um, back on the subject, I actually haven't even spoken about the subject of the man childs. But picture this in your head: under eights playing in a sixty-metre field full of bindies, wearing your joggers like a gimp, and you've got a man child on the other side named Craig, and the halfback going, "Craig, you're hit up." Craig is just trucking nuts through your team all day. That <laughs> PCMs are through the roof on Craig till he reaches 13. Every time catches up to him. Anyway, <laughs> you know the rest of the story. See you soon. Have a good one. Dude, Chris Bacious dribble is fucking good. Yeah, I like Chris Bacious. He doesn't fuck around. He nah. just gets in there, yeah. says what needs to be said and gets out. Yeah. And as a bit of a giggle, you can yeah. tell like he knows he's he's uh. Mate, he was re- he, he relives his he li- relives his dribbles. Yeah, which exactly. I like. Yeah. First one is on... reliving himself on fire. The second one is reliving Craig, Craig making an absolute mockery of <laughs> his of his team and raking up PCMs. Yeah. You know, rarely seen. Tom and Eddie, P's and D's. It's the Chris Bacious dribble again. Those you would probably know. Um, the. Do yourself a favour and go to Vin Diesel's Instagram page. It's, what is it? It's Sunday morning. Anywho, and just have a look at his last voiceover. I don't know if he's... No, no, no. No, no, what's he doing? Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, yeah. <laughs> Fuck knows when that is. <laughs> a beautiful tribute to his wife. That poor girl must be deaf. Screw <laughs> that chunt. Anyway, shout out to Vin Diesel. And he's... Probably, uh, I'm not going to finish this sentence. He's <laughs> Mate, I'm a big, big fan Chris of Chris Bacious Tripler. Dude, this guy's He's almost my new favourite. So we've got to go to Vin Diesel's after that. We've got to go to Vin Diesel's Instagram, don't we? Um, oh, let's go. How are you? Let's go here. So I was back in. Uh, back in. Here we go. Uh, back in. What's it called? Fucking. Valentine's. Uh, Valentine's February Day. something. February, so, February yeah, here, yeah, I got it. February um, 14th, maybe. I've got it. So this is a musical. Oh my God. Is that him in water? Happy V Day. Yeah, get around here. Oh, though. V-Day, because your name's Vin. Okay, I get it. Oh, no, because Valentine's Yeah, Day but also... Well. Oh, right, that, yeah. He's also... Right. He's once so this him... is obviously a tribute to his missus. This is outrageous. Oh, shit. I'm going under, and this time I feel there's no one to save me. What? <laughs> Listen to his voice. <laughs> it's all or nothing really got a way of driving me crazy. Oh. I need somebody to hear, somebody <laughs> to know, somebody to have. What? It's easy to say, but it's never the same. Oh, my I God. I guess I kind of like the way you numbed all the pain. Now the day bleeds oh into nightfall. Oh my god. I was getting kinda used to 
Is this a joke? Mate, I think it's about himself. I'm, his missus isn't in this. It's just him. No, but is he singing it to his missus? Like, He's singing it to himself. This looks like the most self-indulgent. He's called it Happy V-Day. So maybe he's just done this to his audience? Yes. This is a gift to them. Well, it's a gift, all right, but he... <laughs> he's a horrible singer. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> he's awful. Mate, he's into this. He's... Well, mate, you'd, you'd, you'd think he's into it. This video clip. He's swimming in water. He's standing behind flames. He's standing in a tuxedo, waist deep in water, walking around like the Coliseum. Wearing a mafia trench coat. Yeah. Oh my God. He, oh, smoking a cigar. Okay. Mark Sinclair, good Lord. His daughter's in it at least. His family gets a run very late. Very late. Look, I'll give you the last 30 seconds, but I'm taking the first two and a half minutes. Yeah. Do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like when you see a farmer stick a knife in a pig's throat and they just go like, oh, like the sound they make. And you're like, oh, that sound is horrible. And it's like the guttural noise noise of like life leaving a being. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a pig dying. Yeah. Violently. Put your arms down, bro. He's flexing. Look at this. Bruh. Happy V-Day. Bruh. Crispacious dribblers fucking killed it. Like, that is... The I don't first know. comment is, is this a joke? <laughs> Let's read some of the comments. Best ever. Uh, is this a joke? <laughs> Not excellent, please. Anyone will fucking say anything. I want to know if this is like a celebrity who's... Like, he, people don't pull him into line. It's exactly And go like, bruh... This isn't for you. He doesn't have any mates anymore. This isn't for you. You're not a singer, Vince. He doesn't have any Vin? mates anymore. Vin? Vin. Vin. That don't have, that he's got no mates to pull him into line and go, this is unacceptable behaviour. <laughs> this is disgusting, dude. Yeah, this is awful. Crispacious dribbler. Fucking tremendous. Huge from Crispacious. Hall of Fame. Put him in. Now, let me just check if this is him again. Yeah, it is him. Yeah, let's archive these dribbles. That is fucking despicable from Vin Diesel. And what's his real name? Mark Sinclair. Yeah, that's exactly the name you. That's that sound. That's the equivalent of you know, like Sonny Bill, Sonny Bill Williams, and like Jack Smith or John Smith or whatever we said. Vin had to change his name. Had to. Had to it go. It worked for him. Fucking oath, it did. But that's the, the power song, of a name. But the song is that's Mark Sinclair or whatever his name is singing, right? Yeah, well... That's not Vin Diesel. That's Mark Sinclair coming out. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's Mark Sinclair. Like, you can change your name and so just uh, to... But you can't change who you are. On the outside, you can't change who you are. And that is Mark Sinclair. Yeah, yeah. Through and through. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's the last one. 
Last one. Thanks so, sharp. Yeah. Love it. G'day, Tom and Eddie, punters and the dribblers. Uh, Jock here, sending uh, this in from Austin, Texas. Love it. Just want to share a, a story that happened to me not too long ago. I was down in a very small town outside Austin called San Marcos, filling my car with some very, very cheap gas. And down the road uh, came uh, what was an amazing uh, an object. It was a Holden Commodore coming down the street. Now, what I was doing in Texas, I, I have no idea. But on closer inspection, the amazing thing about this car was that it was souped up exactly how you would expect in a rural town in Australia. It was uh, all black, had shiny rims on every single wheel. All four windows were down while driving. The driver himself was wearing a singlet, had a ponytail, smoking a cigarette, wearing speed dealers. <laughs> and what it taught me was that this uh, was a worldwide phenomenon. You know, this Commodore driving, rural living, uh, you know, cigarette smoking, speed dealer wearing, ponytail pulling, son of a gun, uh, is not limited to Australia, but is actually all over the world driving Commodores. Now, if that's not fucking amazing, I'm the not here. car. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, Eddie, I'm sure you would have seen your fair share of these bad boys cutting yeah. around Dubbo. Mainies. But, uh, you know, I think it's, it's, it's amazing that uh, Holden isn't dead. You know, we'll cancel out that Vale Holden. The Commodore's alive and well globally. Um, so I just wanted to give, out, give a shout-out to, to the Holden Commodore punters and dribblers uh, out there in the wild. Uh, also, shout-outs to Merino Wool as a fibre. <laughs> Uh, the world's nat- best natural fibre, uh, and also to Prince Dribbler and Fat Murd. Cheers, boys. Stay well. Commodore culture. Commodore culture alive and well in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Love that. All over the world. Terrific. Am I surprised? No. no. Absolutely not. Shouldn't surprise anyone, mate. They always built the Holden to, to travel, I think. Yeah. You know, see the world. Tom. And, you know, a certain type of... Individual seems to be drawn to the the Commodore. Yeah, and that is the ponytail, rocking speed dealer wearing, singlet wearing, son of a gun, son of a gun. Love it. Um, certainly, uh, I look. I mean, I grew up in Barrel. You were a Dubbo boy. Mm. You would have. It was more Beamers and shit down there, wasn't it? In Barrel. Yeah. Well, no, but Range there, there were stuff. certainly some of those around. Like, yeah. yeah, so I saw them. Yeah. But I also saw Commodores. I remember the Holden SS Ute was like the thing I wanted as a kid. So did I. That's the first car I wanted. Didn't yeah. get that. Got a Mazda 323 for two grand. But Yeah, I got a Ford Fairmont Gear or something. I shit. dared to dream of, of the SS Ute. Yeah, I wanted. Was that Thunderstruck ad? Yeah. Mate, the Monaro, the Club Sport. Holden's got a rich history. Yeah. But as a young buck, seeing that like lime green Holden doing doughies around a field while Thunderstruck played. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was like... Throw the back out, Tom. Oh, mate. Throw the arse Absolutely. Out. And I remember at high, in like my first high school in Barrel, there was like the car park and all the year 12s would rock in with their cars and like sit in the car park. It was very American in that way, like how you see it in movies, but like they'd all sit in their cars after school and crank music and shit and there was the you know remember someone having I think the school captain maybe even had like a black SSU and everyone was like holy, holy shit. shit that guy's cool yeah yeah 
Well, that guy driving that car in Austin probably thought the same thing. He just never grew out of it. Just never grew out of it. I grew out of it. Boys and their toys, bro. Boys and their toys. I'm not a big toy guy these days. Not really. Not really. No. No. Never, you know. I'm not big into things. You know? I could not. I couldn't name something that I'm like mad. That I have that's like. That I have to have. No. Like, I know I've got mates who have like motorbikes and they change parts on it and they're cleaning bits of it and that sort of shit. Boats. Yeah, boats, exactly. Fucking hell. Even though they don't, you you know. Well, they've sold. They're trying to sell the boat now because it's just getting parking tickets and it's the biggest waste of eight grand ever. Uh, But that sort of shit. I I don't have that. I think mine is just a rich. Rich desire to dribble and yarn. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my our, thing. That's our thing. It's to dribble and to yarn. Yeah. That's what we hold dear. Yeah. That's what we hold close. Mm-hmm. But is that us? I think that's us. This is a nice, quick, early podcast. Nice and short and sharp. Yeah. Sometimes we need these. Well, fuck We've it. also got COVID. We've also <laughs> we got COVID. So we've all kind of been a little, even if we're not prepared to admit it, it's been in the back of our minds ever since we found out that we all might have it. <laughs> you know, we're sort of now planning like our next steps from here yeah. and trying to work out what that looks like. Can I get tested tonight? Should I get tested tonight? Or do I just wait till tomorrow? Is Steph going to be at home? How do you play that How one? How do I play that one? She knows it. She knows we might, that we've, you know, that I might have it. Wouldn't mind some more information. Wouldn't hate more information. I'd love some more information. Is this manager who apparently works at Apollo, who definitely has it, was he working? Was he even working? Was he even working? Or has he got it now? Has he been in Victoria and he got back yesterday? Yeah. Did you guys... Was he there on Saturday? Did you guys pass COVID you know, to and from each other with that vape you've been having? If I've got it, yes. And then do I just have it by osmosis almost? Well, that's the well, I've been, we've been spitting at each other. Yeah. <laughs> we've been facing each other and spitting. Look, there's a lot of unknowns, punters and dribblers. There's a lot of unknowns. But know this. You'll be the first to know. You'll be the first to know. Because we've got to keep you updated. We've got to keep you updated. The podcast will go on. Oh, it'll 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 survive. It'll survive. We're not happy about it. No. Nah. But COVID can't kill the podcast. COVID can't kill the podcast. He said that from the start. But I will say this, punters and dribblers, if ever there were two men that you needed to lead you into battle, perhaps it is us. Against Maybe COVID. this is our role. Yeah. Maybe we we've been realize. selected. You never know when when responsibility is going to come and tap you on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And, but the more I think about it, the more I think it makes a lot of it sense. It makes a lot of sense. And we can we can play by play you. Yeah. Through the the ups and the downs, the twos and the fros, yeah. the highs and the lows. Yeah, exactly. That was beautiful. Well said. All right, and thank you to baggycaps.com.au as always for your support. But I think that's us. Could you two just not talk anymore?